we interrupt your regularly scheduled programming to bring you a special presentation of Two Nerds, a podcast. Your home for everything movies, music, video games, and everything in between. With your host, Bunny the Bruiser, and Dynamite, Jared Latching. How's it going, everybody? I'm Dynamite Jared, and this is Two Nerds a Podcast. That was not the right order of, of how we do it. Show me how it's done, buddy. How is it going, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of Two Nerds a Podcast. We are Two Nerds. This is a podcast. You've already met uh, my illustrious good old buddy here, Dynamite Jared. And I am Buddy the Bruiser. Now on PlayStation Plus. Go fucking at me. <laughs> I have I have I have successfully acquired the package. It's set up very hastily downstairs. I need to work with my setup a little bit, get it looking a little nicer. But it is set up, ready to go, and yeah. Is your TV 4K? Yeah, it's 4K. Does it have HDR? It does. Yeah, it's set up. Everything's looking good. But um, you don't have the the 120 hertz, right? No, I think it's just 60. Yeah, there's no way you have 120 hertz. I just watched wrestling at your at your house a couple of weeks ago, and during the entrances, Randy Orton looked was... like a like a fucking uh, Atari character. Well, the the problem with that is when we were doing the wrestling, we weren't streaming directly on the television. We were streaming through my Chromecast, which is only 1080. So it added an extra level of ass to it. Oh, um, you need to download the app on your fucking... Now, but uh, now that the PS5 has been acquired, all streaming of pay-per-views from here on out will be on the PS5. So everything should... On Peacock. On Peacock, yeah. So when is that switch over? It's, like, what is the... Um, like, what do we have to do? Like, is it automatic, or do you have to, like... I thought you fucking knew. I'm counting on you for this, because... I mean, I'll just cancel the network and then just sign it up on the Peacock or whatever. Like, I don't know what you're supposed to do, but I think the switchover is, like, mid-March, so, like, I don't know what the process is, but I don't know. Yeah, buddy, so you've got your PS5, I've got my PS5, and I think that that makes us the only podcast in the world... Where we're both, both. Of the, where both the hosts have a PS5, I'd say the odds are in our favor. Yeah, I would. I would say so. I mean, I don't. I'm sure there are some gaming podcasts out there, but pff, who listens to that shit? I know that there's like at least three podcasts that I actually listen to, where the people, the hosts on there, actively want a PS5 and they still don't have them. And these are big time podcasts. We're talking abroad in Japan. We're talking trash taste. Um, Solo monster sounds off. Everybody, everybody wants the fucking PS5. They've been two unsuccessful. Nerds got, two yeah, nerds we... got the PS5. It's it's not even a big deal for us. Yeah, I see you've been still just playing your regular games, the Rocket League and the the Gundam, yeah. the Gundam missions. I need a PS5, honey. Plays the same exact game. <laughs> like a PS4. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. I don't know. I've been play. I played the uh, the Astros playroom thing. I saw that you were like two percent in, so I'm assuming you just did the controller demo, and then that was it. I no. I started playing one of the levels. I was in like the cooling springs or whatever. Yeah. So I started going through that. That was cool. It was. 
Well, if you play through the rest of the game, maybe that can be a review for next week. We can... Oh, yeah, I'm sure everybody's fucking <laughs> Everyone's just dying to Astros. hear. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone's dying. I have an idea for next week already. I think we may have discussed it on the podcast before, but we'll we'll see what happens next week. Um, yeah, so you're wearing your vintage Warner Brothers merch. Yeah, you're wearing your vintage uh, VHS merch. I don't think this is vintage. I don't think that they made any 555 shirts until... It was retroactively vintage. Yeah. <laughs> they might have made one for promo. I don't know. And if there is one, it's probably worth fucking more than the tape is worth. Um, But you're wearing the vintage Warner Brothers, and I said that I only respect Warner Brothers merch from the 1950s. Um, do you... Do, did band tees even exist in the 1950s? Like, did Chuck Berry have a t-shirt back then? I don't really think so. Like, back then, the style was just like, oh, I'm in a rock band, I'm gonna dress like I'm in a rock band. Like, I don't... At least as far as I know. Like, merchandising became really big in, like, the 60s, though, from what I remember. Like, once, like... Um, from when you lived back then, from yeah. what you remember. Yeah. From your time during the 60s. From my personal time during the 60s. But no, I heard that, like... Once, like, syndicated, like, sitcoms and, like, when they were showing, like, monster movies on TV and the drive-ins and stuff like that, that's when, like, merchandising started becoming a big deal with the the youth, so. You mean to tell me that Elvis didn't have a shirt? I don't Like, Elvis wasn't like, hey, mama, merch (laughs) is in the back. I'm sure, I'm sure the Beatles had some merch. (laughs) The Beatles are, oh, I think. Thanks for coming out, and um, we have merch in the back. (laughs) (laughs) Support the touring bands. Uh, T-shirts in it. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, support the support the touring bands, Governor. And uh, (laughs) this next one's called "I Want to Hold Your Hand." Thank you. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, I don't know. I mean, I don't know when this was from. This was an uh, acquired shirt. passed down to me so i don't know by the way from. call me a normie beatles fan i'm not even a beatles fan but call me a normie but i want to hold your hand as a banger yeah <laughs> yeah that's a banger <laughs> you're a notorious beatles hater i would say i don't i wouldn't say hater i have a healthy respect for the beatles even though I think I'm on the air once claiming that if they didn't do it, someone else would have. I don't know. But, I, I remember you said some stuff, but I can't recall. You were saying they were trash. <laughs> ah, come on. Come on. I don't know if I'd stick to... To say that they're trash is such a, like, a, a fucking, like... What's, what's, the, what's the opposite of, like, an internet opinion of, like, uh... Like... You're trying to be edgy, but it comes off super normy. Like, what's is there a word for that? Like, cause cause hating on the Beatles is the new that. Like, is that the new that? I haven't really heard too many people. Hating like... on the Beatles is such like a, I think I'm edgy, but I'm actually like the most normal person ever type of view now. Like, um, unless you're Gen X, right? Gen X is the last one. I feel like that's really like 95% of their that generation is like the Beatles are the greatest fucking band that ever fucking happened to this planet. And then after that, when it became starting with millennials and then 
working and since then like i think with millennials it's it's sort of like uh you know s- most of us are like yeah i don't really listen to the beatles which is what i what i follow fall into i don't listen to the beatles i never go out of my way to listen to the beatles do I hate the Beatles? No, and do, and like, but I I never listen to them, and they do have some songs that are fucking dumb. Like, yeah, they have some dumb, but yeah, I mean they're pioneers of this genre. Like I feel like a modern like sort of thing with that is like a lot of people like to shit on like Blink and stuff, but like. Yeah, like, yeah, their songs are kind of, like, stupid sometimes or whatever, but, like, the genre, like, wouldn't be, like, what it was without it. But then, again, you could have the argument, well, if they didn't do it, someone else could have done it. Like, blah, like, you know what I mean? It's just, like... Well, I think Blake was a detriment to the genre. (laughs) (laughs) At least lyrically. I think sound-wise, I think there were a million bands that were doing what Blake was doing before Blake, like, did, like... I don't want to say Jawbreaker, because they sound different, but, like, I mean, is Blink any different from, like, fucking Bad Religion, really? Or Pennywise? Not really, when you really sit there and think about it. The big difference, the big fucking... The mainstream appeal. I mean, there were 100 rock bands doing it when the Beatles were, but it's taken that next step where it's, like, more universal. The next step was fucking... The na-nas and the doot-doos. <laughs> no, the next step for fucking Blink was fucking having songs about fucking a dog. Yeah. Ugh. <laughs> oh, oof. That's bad. I don't hate on Blink either. They got some good songs. Yeah. That early Blink is pretty good. Um, the Cheshire fucking... Cat era and Dude Ranch. Yeah. yeah. Dude Ranch is still the best album, but I don't know. It's fine. We can agree that the new music is trash, but, you know. The new Blink is, like, <laughs> some of the worst shit I've ever heard in my life. And I'm happy to hear you say that. But I, I guess you're probably more of a Fallout Boy fan than you were ever were of a Blink fan. No, Blink was the number one. Uh, that's oh, what, really? That's what, that's what got me into it, yeah. Well, everything. then I'm happy to hear you say that, because I know that you are, like, an astute defender of well, New I'm Fall a, Out Well, Boy. I'm, a, I'm a Tom... I, I would argue I'm a defender that... of New Fall Out Boy? Is that what you just said? Yeah! It's fucking garbage! Are you kidding? Ah, come on! I When they dropped fucking Save Rock and Roll, I swear to God you posted on your story, like, Oh, thank God! It's... <laughs> Finally, <laughs> say rock but and the roll. La- but the last, like, t- well, yeah, because I was just excited. Now the last, like, two, like, the new album is basically like, this weird pop synth techno kind of thing. Straight fucking garbage. Like they write- rock and roll is like that, isn't it? It's like Coldplay. Yeah, but I was starstruck at the time. <laughs> looking back now, like, now I wouldn't go back and really say it's that Even great, just but... looking at the cover of that album, I, I was like, like, it, you know, like, um, I'm not as big of i like fallout boy i'm not as like a as big of a fan it's like you or miles where it was like you know like their new material came out i fucking download the album instantly i've got the whole album on my computer i didn't download fallout boys discography until like well after like they had fucking basically come and gone from right. like the pop punk scene and 
when doing my research for Fallout Boy, you know, like trying to figure out what everyone else knows. <laughs> trying to figure out what the deal was? Yeah, on Wikipedia, and I'm going through all the albums, right? And I'm like, well, you know, okay, Fallout Boy's evening out with your girlfriend, all right, cool, and all this shit. And then click on Save Rock and Roll, and you just look at the album cover. And I just look <laughs> at the album cover, and I'm like, ooh, I don't like this album. Yeah. <laughs> like, not even having heard anything on it. I'm like, ooh, I could tell that this is a stark... A stark contrast from evening out with your girlfriend, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, um... Yeah, new Fallout Boy is garbage. Um, Miles definitely is a new Fallout Boy defender. I haven't heard him really defend it at all, but... He's, like, well, just, I had him never... in the car one time. I think we were driving to your house. And he was like, oh, it's it's good song, you know, good music, you know... I'm like Miles. It sucks, dude. Like, stop. It's terrible. It's fucking. It's music. Like, I feel like they write songs now to be played at sporting events. That seems like what every song is to hear in the background of a fucking NFL package. Just, like generic. I don't know. Synth fucking millennial pop. I don't even know what you would call it. What's What's the one song? It's um. I can't even. I don't. I don't even know. It's just weird to me that like dudes that came from like the hardcore scene basically are playing that now. Right. Whatever makes you the money, man. Whatever. They were making the thing that gets me is that they were already making a fuck ton of money before they did that. Some would say that they sold out before they even sold out. Well, yeah, the fucking the third technically second album if you don't count evening out with your girlfriend the fucking the first song is like our lawyers made us change the name of the song so we wouldn't get sued it's talking about fucking selling out basically and they were self-aware of it on the second fucking album yeah but it was still good and i mean like i don't know maybe the fucking dudes from weekend nachos probably thought that fallout boy were selling out they're still buddies though patrick stump was in that one song it's fine Everyone was all confused, and I was like, "Cat, they fucking started out playing hardcore. It's like, this is not a shocker to anyone who's in the know, but... It's just, like, it's just weird to me that the damn... How could you... First off, what what album? Your, uh, Cork Tree? Is that... Yeah, Cork Tree was the second... Yeah. The second so, act, actual release. Yeah. How could that be considered selling out? Like, I know they came from the hardcore scene, but but Fallout Boy was never a hardcore band. Like, they just came from other hardcore bands, and they were like, "We're gonna make a pop punk band." Right. It and, was like Arma Angelus was the Pete Wentz's band or whatever. That was like basically half of Fallout Boy and half of Rise Against. And then when that band broke up, it was like, "Oh, Rise Against formed and Fallout Boy formed," and then they all started playing punk music or whatever. But yeah, man. God. I don't know. Rise I... Again sucks. <laughs> <laughs> like, when I think of generic punk music, it's literally just Rise Against is what pops <laughs> in my head. <laughs> I think Miles loves them, too. Um, the damn... I had something to talk about aside from Fall Out Boy and Pop Punk. I don't know, man. But yeah, I was a Tom DeLonge guy, so yeah, the new Blink, I wasn't really on it. I was intrigued, because I also liked Alkaline Trio, but, I don't know, again, it's just, it seems like a cash-in. I don't know, There's it doesn't seem authentic to me, looking back at him, so. It's horrible. I 
I feel like I'm just jaded now, like, when it comes to, like, new music. But god damn, dude, like, everything that comes out, like, sucks. I don't know, like, Machine Gun Kelly just dropped that pop-punk album earlier this year or late last year. I can't remember what it was. What was it, summer of last year? Yeah, it was, an, it was 2020 summer, yeah. And a lot of people were hype. Like, they oh, were pe- posting it and, like, sharing it. People are still hype, yeah. People and I listened hype. to it. I was like, okay, I got to give this a chance because, you know, people are talking about it. Let's see what it is. It's the most fucking cookie-cutter pop-punk bullshit I've ever heard in my entire life. Like, yeah, it sounds like it was made in a factory. <laughs> like, yeah, I understand. Fuck, I used to think Story So Far was cookie cutter. And then I listened to fucking Machine Gun Kelly's fucking pop punk album, and I was like, wow. Story So Far fucking rips, <laughs> fucking <bro."> rips. <laughs> <laughs> like, Whoa, me and Parker Canning jump moshing, bro. Like, whoa. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, you saw my tweet. Um, the 2021 for me is the year of goth new wave, so I will not be listening to any pop punk music this year, so... But it, it you're is sticking what it is. to that? I'm you're... sticking to it, man. Absolutely 20... nothing. 2021 is the year for me to, to, like, fucking... I feel like I started this in 2020, but I'm going to solidify it in 2021. Is the year where I take all of my fucking years of past musical fucking, like, intrigue, all my phases, and just fucking smack them together and go from goddamn like biohazard to goddamn morrissey to fucking larkin seal to fucking jaw rule <laughs> yeah just bring it all together <laughs> i've also been trying to get into looking into getting some more vinyl this year because i mean like i have like some stuff but i'm trying to get like but the problem is is like i'm on this goth shit and every fucking album I want to try to get is so fucking overpriced. And I'm just like, fuck. Like, fucking Susie and the Banshees albums are going for, like, 50 bucks. I'm like, oh, yeah, kill. you can't get I'm just shit like, like that. I'm just like, oh, my God, bro. You can get some new wave records for pretty cheap, though. Yeah. I've been checking the exchange and stuff in the area. Oh, you can't do it there. If there's anything there, it's But all, gonna... the, thr- all the thrift stores around here are fucking garbage. Like, you can't get any. Well, no, you can't shop for records. You got to go to, like, actual record stores, and you'll find some stuff there. I'm not sure if I have any goth, like, any goth records, but... Oh, well, I do. I have... It's a fucking reissue of The Cure. Um, Goddamn, what album is it? I I can't even think of it right now. Uh, It has the fucking, like, all all cats are gray or whatever oh okay yeah I, it's a, the name's escaping me as well but i can see the artwork <laughs> yeah actually i got that at the exchange for like eight dollars eight or nine dollars and i like i don't like buying reissues at all but i was like you know what it's the cure it's nine dollars like i'm never going to find a cure record reissue or original for cheaper than nine dollars so i'm gonna get it yeah, I don't know, man. Yeah, I've been been looking, so we'll see. But who's your uh, who's your big uh, band right now? Who are you listening to a lot? 
Uh, I've been rotating. I mean, Susie, I mean, Typo's always been a constant the past couple years. Um, I don't know, man. I mean, I just sort of put on, like, playlists and just, like, let it go. I'm trying to, like, when I go to record stores now, like, I, I always buy shit that I, like, know that I like already and that I'm gonna fucking throw in. But, like, I already have so much, like, synth pop, new wave, like, fucking 80s dance. I'm trying now, like, a concerted effort to really start, like, seeking out, like, the punk rock and, like, the metal shit that I can, like, get in there. Because now when I listen to records, it's like, oh, yeah, well, I got New Order, Howard Jones... Like, my, my variety is basically, like, you could go as fucking new wave as possible, or you can get as fucking, like, mainstream 80s pop as possible. Like, my, the range is, like, Huey Lewis in the news to fucking Depeche Mode. Yeah. Right? And so... Depeche Mode's been a big one I've been listening to as well. Oh, God tier. And if you really go to, like, flea markets and shit... Um, just make sure that I'm not there because I'm, <laughs> you'll I get it first. <laughs> I'll get it, but I just got Depeche Mode's first album, original, for five dollars at a flea market this past summer. Well, that's so, good. Speak and spell, and then um, we went to a record store this past summer in Youngstown, and I picked up um, some great reward for like eight dollars i feel like it, if it was over t if it was over that then it was like 10 at the most so yeah. depeche mode's one that you can get decently cheap if you find it yeah because i feel like because the problem with a lot of them is is like they don't really have that many vinyls like that were like produced but like depeche mode was like big enough that like they still have like enough where like the market isn't as like strict on it there's a good record store that me and you should go to i'm sure if you like if you go and you're like okay i'm going to spend some money right like <laughs> you go in with not, that mindset not like insane amounts of money but you're like i may drop 20 dollars on one record you know what i mean right then there's this record store out in um oh god what's the town it's in pennsylvania uh, whatever i'll remember it someday and and we'll have to go there but if you go there and you're and you're willing to pay like you know like kind of record store prices you can find some shit like i just found uh you know last time i was there i got like fucking Husker Du and like I don't know, just a bunch of shit. They they've got stuff there, so I I wouldn't be shocked if you came out of there with some. Yeah, actually, my power corruption and lies new order record um, came from that store. Oh, okay. I spent like fucking like eighteen dollars on it, I think, but I it was there, and yeah. so they have you know shit like that. You can find it there. Yeah, they have like two thousand billion jillion records and they're mostly in alphabetical order so you just need to get band names in your head and then go to that section right yeah i'm gonna have to get stuff. like a list because like 
the few record stores I've been to, I'm just like, where the fuck? And like, I'm like trying to think of like what I want to look for. And then some of them are like organized in different ways. Like if you go in there and you're like trying to find a Phil Collins album or whatever, you're like, all right, is it under C or is it under P? Like all the, they're all fucking different. And I get like so fucking confused when I'm there and I forget what I'm looking for. And everything's pissing me off. Talking head albums are like $80 and I'm like, all right, I just need to fucking leave and yeah you're not gonna get any talking head out the the i have a talking heads album that i probably got for like five bucks and it is fucking thrashed like (laughs) it's so fucked up um i think it's like their second album uh but it's fucking like jesus christ just throw it in the paper shredder dude like it's fucked yeah i was up late the other night and i was just like on ebay and i was like Bidding on, bidding on like fucking um, echoing the Bunnyman vinyls and shit, and I was like, all right, I'm putting like twenty bucks on like a bunch of shit and like see, like which ones don't get too high, and then I of course I get outbid on every single fucking one of them, and I'm just like, all right, I need to stop trying to buy things on the internet. Are you on Discogs? No, that's your Yeah, join. Should... Yeah, join Discogs. Catalog your shit, and then like every record that you look up, like people are usually selling it. And sometimes you can find, like, a decent price. Like, I've several times considered buying Depeche Mode albums on there for, like, 12 bucks. Yeah. And then also, also what I've been trying to do is, like, when I listen to something on vinyl, I'll also put it on my Spotify, like, on silent. Like, I'll turn the volume down on my phone and listen to it at the same time so then my Spotify wrapped is, like, accurate to what I'm actually listening to. So... Because last year mine was completely fucked because my dad also uses my account, so it's like the worst thing ever, so I'm trying to just look up Echo and the Bunnyman. There it is. Like it just kept giving me their self titled instead of um giving me like their discography. Yeah. Uh where's their fucking good shit at? God, they have so many fucking releases. I've I've never looked at their shit before. <laughs> yeah. I've just always figured that if I came across one, I would probably buy it. What the hell is happening? <laughs> oh my god, my dog is standing on top of my couch. Not on the cushions, like on, on the, the fucking cu- back. He's like standing with all four legs on top of the back of my couch. Incredible stuff. Incredible stuff. The, the athleticism here. Buddy, I have to take a violent shit. Yeah. <laughs> I, ate, I ate some Indian food, so you're going to have to edit this podcast because I'm going to have to take a breather. <laughs> All right, yeah, this will be a good spot for the ad break. Where the fuck are we at right now? Is it like 20-something minutes? I'll remember that. All right, word from the sponsors. So how'd it go, man? Every, the viewers need to know. Oh, the shit? Yeah. It, it went terribly. Um, <laughs> I feel like it's not over, but nothing else is coming out. You know how you know how that goes? I have a, a... My stomach feels like it's tied in a knot. I'm assuming that it's the uh, the new microwavable Indian food that we got in. Oh, God. Oh, God. Literally every day. Oh, Lord. I didn't realize it was 
microwavable Indian food. I thought, oh, okay, Jared, yeah, they, they got takeout or whatever, but no. Because Maisie said that you guys got takeout from, like, a place near her a while ago or whatever. What, the Indian kitchen? I don't whatever it was. Yeah. Yeah. That place was, you know, that place is, like, how I feel like you feel about most Indian places that you eat at, where it's like, yeah, it's Indian food. You know what I mean? It's still better it, than most food you're gonna get, but I mean, right, they're gonna fuck around like with the top spice. Top tier shit, but on but on the Indian food tier list, where which is an entirely separate <laughs> tier list, where like everything on the Indian food tier list is like in the god tier of the overall food tier list, then you have like the sub tier list of the Indian food, and like the Indian kitchen is like near the bottom. Yeah, of that tier list. And and so is the um, microwavable Indian food at Flying J, but oh god, stuff is from Flying J. <laughs> yeah, but but here's the thing, buddy, is that even at the bottom of the of the Indian food tier list, it's still in God tier of the overall food tier list. So in that respect, the microwavable tikka masala that we have at the fucking Flying J is still better than literally everything else we have in the store. <laughs> And that's coming from the head chef. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> so, as everyone knows, this is the final week of Stallone Month. I want to talk about something else, buddy. You want to talk about? All right, go ahead. Go ahead. I just want to. I just want to 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 uh, just talk about. Uh, do, do you ever feel like I, I mentioned this in Taco Town earlier that I need a social media cleanse? Oh, I definitely feel like it, and then every time I feel like I need to cleanse, I end up just sitting on my phone for like five hours straight, not cleansing you're, and in the sort. <laughs> you're a man that that goes on TikTok quite this is, frequently. This is true, yes. You have a TikTok. Um, do you post on there? Every now and then, yeah. I mean, okay, like so. I've posted like six or seven out of the year I've been on the app, yeah. God, I'd probably hate all of your TikToks. Um... So maybe this doesn't apply to you. Maybe it does. Maybe it's something that you relate to like one day, but most days that you don't. But today I was just scrolling through, you know, social media feeds and like going through stories and everything. And, and I just gotten done arguing with your wife about Rob Zombie. (laughs) And, uh, and I just thought to myself, fuck, I hate, everything on here like (laughs) this is why people think i hate everything because everything that everyone posts i hate like i understand (laughs) i i don't understand just like i'm going through like the only thing that i like on the internet is memes and like half the time those are fucking trash too um but you know like Oh, I don't know. I just need to get away from the damn social media because if I see another person just like on their story, just post like a, a selfie of themselves that says, just did my hair, <laughs> I'm going to fucking, I'm going to lose it. I, I, I understand completely. I went through a thing where like I couldn't get on Twitter for a couple weeks just because like I'm scrolling through Twitter, right? And I'm reading these tweets and I'm just thinking in my head, no one asked. Like, you could respond to every tweet, just be like, no one asked. Like, it's just someone says a statement, and then that's it. Just like a disposable, like, comment. 
But then if you respond, then you'd be the other guy, right? The fucking dickhead. So, like, even then, like, I'm scrolling through, right? And, like... I'm like, oh, this guy said no one asked. What a fucking asshole. Well, that's why I'm like, no, you would would never say it, but I'm just, like, thinking in my head, I'm just like, who cares about any of this? Like, unless, like... Did you... Go ahead. Sorry. No, I was just like, unless you have, like, actually something to say, it's just, like, no one asked. I don't know. Did you, um, go, like, did you by chance uh, catch the, like, the retweet going around? Of the dude that wrote a letter to the CEO of um, Trader Joe's and got fired. I did not see this, no. He was like an employee for Trader Joe's. He wrote like a fucking like super professional sounding like email. Um, basically like requesting, but like in a very demanding tone. It seems like it could be read in a very demanding tone because he had like a list of things that he was like asking for to up the COVID protocols, the standards like the air filtration system that are being um, implemented at Trader Joe's. Okay. So this is big, long thing and I'm reading through it and I'm just kind of like, I'm thinking to myself like, okay, like this guy's, probably a lot of fucking fun at parties oh yeah you know what i mean like what a fucking dickhead like i you know like i'm like you know he's got a point but god i wish he'd shut the fuck up you know what i mean like like that kind of guy well he got fired and so i'm like man but that's a little too far like don't you think that like that that's there's no way that's legal you send a like a kind of like a was he like a manager at a Trader Joe's, or was he just I like a, a guy? Just but he sent it. He sent it to the CEO of the company. Sent it to the CEO. Was like, I understand that you know all these decisions have to go through you, so I'm bringing this to your attention. You know, please make these changes or whatever. Okay, and then instead of just saying like what I feel like if I did something like that, what I feel like I would get, which was nothing. You know what I mean? Like, they would just, like, never even read my letter or just read it and then throw it in the trash can, right? Instead of doing that, or instead of just saying, like, hey, instead of even responding with, like, we appreciate your concerns, but fuck off. Like, you, right. like, we, we can't roll out something like that at this point in time. You know, some kind of bullshit, whatever. No, they, they fired him, right? So, like, there's... That's not legal. That that can't be legal. That's a wrong. That's a wrongful termination lawsuit. The guy's gonna get money. Okay. And um, I'm going through like the replies to this, thinking that it's gonna be a bunch of fucking stupid libs, like uh, <laughs> going through like, oh my god, we must fucking raise the bubble. Bo- you know, like boycott Trader Joe's. Boycott Trader Joe's. This is bullshit. Like and all that stuff. And Instead, it was, like, the exact opposite of people being like, well, what did you expect to happen? And I'm just like, what the fuck, dude? To not get fired, for one, for for speaking my mind. Like, that's, a, that's some dictator shit right there. That's not even what I'm referring to. But I was reading that, and I was like, oh, I hate this letter. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I hate this letter. Oh, I hate all these replies. Ugh. Oh. 
like I hate all this. I hate the internet right now. The only thing the internet's good for now is online gaming and streaming anime. Yeah. But yeah, I understand what you're saying. I definitely have been trying to go through a social media cleanse, although it's been unsuccessful. Um, but I, I, I swear to God, like, once a week, I'm just like, alright, I need to take a break from this shit, and then I never do. Someone just sent me, um, I won't name them, you probably have a good idea of who it is, but somebody just sent me, like, a meme, not even really a meme, but, like, one of those, you know, kind of, like, caption photos. Right, yeah. Where it's not even, like, a photo, it's just, like, a, a goofy background, like, a pink background with, like, hearts and shit. Kind of like when somebody when you could post like the stylized Facebook status. Yeah, that's what I was envisioning. <laughs> yeah, and it was um like this is just gonna come off like a fucking pit, fucking here's ignorant ass Jared, but what I turned on vanish mode, turn off vanish mode, and we'll we'll read this verbatim. I don't want to win the argument or feel right. That's not the point nor my objective. I want to feel like we've come to an understanding on the issue at hand. I want both of us to walk away feeling heard and understood. It's not a competition. That is bullshit. (laughs) Nobody feels... You just send me... People just send me shit like that because I'm always right. Because I always win the fucking arguments. Here we go. <laughs> because I always win the goddamn arguments. You don't want everyone to feel heard and misunderstood. You want me to to see your way. And then you can feel heard and misunderstood. But then I just feel like, great, now you don't see the way that I feel. You know, You don't see the way that I'm looking at things. You understand what I'm saying? Like... You just don't want me to say what I want to say. That's because that's, that's how I always am. Like, you say something. If I disagree with it, I say, I disagree in in probably more colorful terms than that. Yes. <laughs> and the people don't like to hear that. And when, when they hear shit like that, they say, I just want us to come to an understanding. All right, brother. <laughs> well, here's the understanding. I don't like the way that you look at this situation and I think it fucking sucks. That's, that's our understanding. So do you understand? I feel that way. Okay. I understand that I feel that way and I understand that you feel this way. And I just think that it sucks. So yeah, I mean, it is a mutual understanding, I guess. There you go. There's your mutual fucking understanding. Yeah. Stupid, stupid fucking stupid fucking captured fucking things anyways the internet fucking sucks i don't care if someone dyed your hair uh goth is not a personality type it's an aesthetic um and and it is what it is i I see that you're dressed kind of goth today i'm wearing a warner brothers fucking crew neck and a hat with a fucking lizard on it it's all black and white buddy This, this is navy my brother is it? It looks black as shit. You need better lighting in your studio. Nah, yeah, it's 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 definitely blue. <laughs> well, can you get the spotlight on you so I can confirm this? Here we go. Okay, okay, yep, yep. That's that's blue. Yep, yep not goth. <laughs> yeah, not goth. No, 
I saw uh, somebody that's never going to listen to this podcast. Uh, this is another one that just like makes me fucking cringe. Just like, <laughs> just like all they post on Twitter is like, God, I'm so happy I'm goth. Oh my God, I'm goth. Like, holy shit, goth. I'm so goth. Like, that's all they fucking post. Here, like, here's my thing on the whole aesthetic and personality trait. And by the way, if thing. I see another goddamn fucking... And your wife is guilty of this, too. Okay? I'm coming for her throat tomorrow when we're at Barrio. <laughs> Alright? Tell her to get ready. I'm sure she's already pissed off at me. Um, if I see another... Fu- and I will. I fucking will, because my wife posts them, too. Everyone's wife is guilty of this. And even some people's boyfriends. Okay? I think even Miles posted one in Taco Town recently. If I see another goddamn Zodiac fucking meme, I'm gonna kill myself. I'm just, <laughs> just uh, you know what you know what my Zodiac meme's gonna be? Libra kills himself. Not a fan of all the other not, Zodiac. Not, not a fan of the Zodiac. I see. Zodiac signs are not personality types. I got fucking news for you people. They're not. They're they're not. Okay. If you've got Two Libras, me and my girlfriend, all right, my my fiance. Would you say that you could probably not find two more polar opposite fucking people? It depends. What's your uh? What are your other signs? Because that plays a part in it as well. Oh Jesus! <laughs> no fucking doesn't. Every single part of that. Okay, like I could look at one that's like Aries, right? As and me and my time, wife are, yeah. I'm like, yeah, because I see your wife post them all the time. She'll be like, Aries, fucking, like, see something they don't like, wants to kill somebody. I, I don't know. That's just a general one. I'm like, huh, that's weird, because I fucking relate to that, too. I relate to every single fucking thing that's ever been posted by any fucking Zodiac sign ever, because it's all super general shit that most people fucking relate to. It's like, get sad when somebody doesn't talk to them. What the fuck? That happens to everyone! I see what you're saying. Does it not? I see see what you're saying. Oh my god. I I need to get off the fucking internet, man. Like, I can't do this shit anymore. That'd be an interesting podcast, the two nerds get off the internet for a week. But (laughs) But then somehow still post a podcast. Well, that would be the exception. Like, we start on... The last day on the internet is when one episode goes up, and then we come back the next week, but it would be fucking impossible, and neither of us would be able to fucking commit to doing it, so. The anime community, okay? The fucking anime community on the internet. Have you ever... Oh, it's, not, it's, like, it's, it's terrible. I mean, from what I've you're seen... You're not like a weeb or anything, but no. you, you're a Dragon Ball fan, and you watched Rurouni Kenshin and, and um, uh, some other anime, Death Note. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know what else you've watched. You need to watch Yu Yu Hakusho like a fucking real man. But, um, okay, so you get on the anime fucking thing, and yeah, you know it because you follow Geekdom, I think, or you just see him get retweeted or something. No, I follow him. It's it's entertaining. Watch him get in fights with people who have like nine followers. It's fine. Every anime fan base is like the most toxic fucking thing I've ever seen in my entire life. Like, they're terrible. The other day, this one, 5'9 Gaming, they posted. 
I don't think you've watched any Attack on Titan, have you? No. Okay, well, the main character, he can turn into a fucking Titan, all right? And that's about it. He gets big, and he can make his skin kind of hard, okay? Other than that, he has, like, no fucking feats that someone of that size generally wouldn't have, right? He's a Titan, so he's, like, about 30 feet tall, probably, and he can smash houses and step on people. Um, so their, their post, the five, nine gaming was like, okay, great ape Vegeta from the Saiyan saga versus Titan Aaron. Who would win? Are you fucking kidding me? Is this bait? What is this? (laughs) Vegeta in human form could fucking one shot this guy in his Titan form. You saying him as a great ape? Yeah. When's the last time anyone in Attack on Titan displayed any type of fucking ability to even destroy a planet? I understand. I saw I saw one on Twitter the other day. His name is escaping me, but it was um, basically Goku versus the guy from One Punch Man. And I was like, isn't that, like, who would win in a fight? And I was like, One Punch Man, isn't that the joke? Isn't that the thing? In One Punch Man, that yeah, One Punch Man would win because like his like that's the bit if, like that's if a satire. he has like yeah. one ability, it's that he's literally just infinitely powerful and can just like every episode of One Punch Man is just bringing in like a fucking monster, giving him like insane feats, just like like god level feats, like throughout the episode. You're like, fuck, this guy's strong as fuck. Like, they're building this dude up big, and then the fucking One Punch Man, Saitama, comes in and fucking smacks him with one punch, and the dude just fucking dissolves. Yeah, that's the like, that's the joke, and people right. were not getting the joke on Twitter, and I was just like, you guys are all stupid. Because, like, I watched the first season of One Punch Man, or, like, the first half of it, and I was like, okay, that's the bit. But, like, people, that's... like... <laughs> I love that show, by the way. I'm, I'm just... I'm... I'm assuming since you only watched the first half, you were like, okay, I get it, and you stopped. But, like, I love that show, so. Um, But there were actually people in the comments that it was like, they were saying Aaron. They were like, Aaron's got this easy clap for Aaron. What? (laughs) What? Have you never watched Dragon Ball? Or are you just like, I'm not a... I'm not a normie weeb. I don't watch Dragon Ball. That's for fucking normies. I watch Attack on Titan, which just so happens to be the most popular anime out currently. Thank you. Like, wow, you're not you're not a fucking normie. Like, just just know the facts, dude. Like, both of these are fucking immensely popular. Attack on Titan, sure, it's never going to get as popular as Dragon Ball, because no anime will ever get as popular as Dragon Ball. That's just that's just the fucking way that it is. Sorry. But, like, in the current climate, right, Attack on Titan is, like, more popular than Dragon Ball. It's, like, out of, like, current running anime, that's, like, number one right now probably and then another number one is Jujutsu Kaisen have you have you heard of this I have I haven't watched it but I started watching it because I was like okay I gotta see what the fucking hype is about I tried this with Hunter Hunter I watched like 30 episodes of Hunter Hunter and I was like this is mid as fuck but people, 
Like, people just, like, sit there and, like, so many people are like, Hunter, Hunter, it's the greatest fucking shonen of all time. There's there's no better. You like Dragon Ball? Peasant? You fucking normie peasant? Hunter, Hunter is so much deeper, so much better. The main character is literally Goku. It's just another fucking Goku. He is Goku. He is Kid Goku. He's just, like, a fucking kid that's stupid, that likes to eat, and likes to fight who is abnormally strong. That is the main character of Hunter Hunter. Doesn't that sound familiar? It sounds yeah. like Dragon Ball it's, to me. It's fucking Goku. Except without all the cool side characters. Because all the other characters in Hunter Hunter fucking suck. And 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 really, the main character sucks because he's just a Goku ripoff. Right. At least with Dragon Ball you have the the entourage so like if you don't like goku which you you're not a goku hater but he's not your favorite i mean you have others that you can i, I think to. i said on the podcast before like he's probably my third favorite <laughs> <Yeah>. character <laughs> which sucks but like you know when like ultra instinct goku hops up on like the gacha games and shit i'm like oh that's hype yeah yeah unless you count fusions and then my favorite characters are probably, like, Vegeta. I'm not sure if Piccolo would still be in second place. Because then it would probably be, like, Vegeta, Gogeta, Vegito, Piccolo, and then either Frieza or Goku. Like, one of those two. Yeah. But regardless, Jujutsu Kaisen, I've been watching it. And again, everybody is like, this is the fucking, this is the future of Shonen. This is amazing. This is... So fucking good. Fuck, if you're not watching Jujutsu Kaisen, what the fuck are you doing? Okay, cool. I'm gonna I'm gonna check it out. Okay, cool. The animation's good. The fucking It's mid. The story is so fucking mid so far. I'm waiting for like a big story arc to come along that'll hopefully fucking make it better. But like super mid, and so I looked up Does Jujutsu Kaisen ever get better? Like <laughs> Does it has it peaked? Is this the peak of it already, or does it get better as you go? And so there were a couple Reddit posts from from um, people, reasonable people that were just as concerned as I am. You know, I'm over here fucking reading Berserk. Okay, we're talking right. fucking <laughs> high tier shit. Okay, I can't just go back to fucking like like standard mid tier shonen. Okay, like, it's gotta be, like, god-tier, or fucking... What's the point? <laughs> right. And so, I'm looking on the thing, the guy's like, Yeah, man, the, the characters are kind of generic, the plot is just like, you know, whatever, and like, whatever, like, you know, like, the animation's good, you know, this is really hyped, like, I want to get into it. Does it get any better? And everybody was just like... Oh, oh, you should just quit watching it right now. If you don't fucking like it, then you don't fucking... Why even post this? Why are you hating on this show? What is blah, 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 blah. Like, is anyone going to come in here? Like, are there any manga readers here at all that are going to, like, come in here and be like, either be like... Act like a normal human and just answer like, the question and be rational? Right, like, be, <laughs> either be like, oh, man, yeah... This is as good as it gets. Um, it it's, it peaks pretty early. Or, like, say, just hang in there for a couple more episodes. The first major arc is going to start, and that's when shit really starts to go off. 
Like, I'm not an idiot. When I told you about Rurouni Kenshin, I was like, yeah, man, you got to hang in there through that first season. It's kind of like it's got ups and downs. But once you get to the second season in the first major story arc, it's game time. Like, it's on. Right? Like, right. Like, I understand that. I, I'll be willing to tell someone that. But there was no one like that in there. It was all like, you're hating on my favorite fucking anime. Fuck you. Like, you're a piece of shit. Go back to watching Dragon Ball, you fucking normie piece of shit. Dragon Ball shits on Jujutsu Kaisen, motherfucker. And it shits on Bleach. Right. So, yeah, man, just let people like what they like. And, I mean, like, if you're going to be that irrational about it, I guess it's like you're not contributing anything, I guess. I don't know. Like, it's not constructive. Buddy the Bruiser, ladies and gentlemen, though his name sounds vicious and violent, he is the voice of reason on this podcast. Well, I mean, like, like, what is the point of, like, going at someone for asking a question like that. Like, again, like, approach it like, yeah, man, I mean, this, the show is what it is. I mean, like, if you don't like it, I mean, you can bow out or whatever, but you're like, oh, if you're so fucking stupid if you don't like this, like, it's just like, cat, it's like, relax. Right, like, there was one guy that was arguing with the, the thread opener at one point, because the thread opener listed a bunch of things that he thought were pretty cliche or just weak about the show like uh the show's about a dude he eats like this fucking finger of like a demon like there's like 20 fucking this demon left fucking 20 fingers behind if you eat it like it would probably kill you but instead he gets like the demon starts like living in him it's fucking weird so he gets like super powerful okay whatever he's just like uh, you know I don't know about all that, you know, and like his his inspiration for wanting to help everyone is that his grandpa died. Okay, it sounds like fucking Spider-Man. Um, like, <laughs> you know, so the guy just kind of made, said that, and the guy was like, this other dude's like, no, this is how it goes. Did you even watch the show? Blah, blah, blah. He said this line at this point, which disproves your thing, and, and the guy's like, no, it really doesn't. He just said the one thing, and, and you know, and it just kept going back and forth and back and forth. And I was like, I is anyone gonna tell me if this show gets any better? <laughs> <laughs> You're just like, I legitimately want to know if the show is gonna get better. So is I can it watch worth it. my fucking time, or should I rewatch Fist of the North Star? Like, what? <laughs> I get it, man. The animation's very good. Good animation in Jujutsu Kaisen. The, the Kakashi ripoff character, he's kind of funny. Yeah. I don't know. Haven't, haven't seen it, but it's fine. Um, but trying to get into more anime as well when I can. I don't know. Finally, I like a year or two ago, I finally watched all of Helsing because I gave up on it the first time, and then now I want to do the Helsing like Ultimate version or whatever when they redid oh, it. Oh, you watched the, the TV series, not the OVA? No, I yeah, I watched need... the show. Yeah, it's only yeah, like ten I still episodes. Need to watch the OVA. Yeah, myself. We should just get together one day and just binge the entire Helsing Ultimate. I think it's only like eight episodes. Yeah, I think so. It's like eight or ten. Yeah. I've seen like the first four, two, three or four episodes of Helsing Ultimate, like three fucking times. Like, all right, I'm gonna restart this and get back into it. 
And through no fault of the show, because it's awesome, I fucking love it, I just stop every time. I'm just like, all right. I've seen I've seen that first episode like ten hundred. <laughs> yeah, I've seen it so many fucking times, and it sucks even more because that first episode is like basically a retelling of like the first two episodes of the original TV series. Yeah, like the only parts that are, well, not the only. It's like the first three episodes. That first episode of Helsing Ultimate seriously goes from like the first episode. Of the original Hellsing, all the way to like the first fight with Father Anderson. Oh, okay. All yes, in the it, first episode. Yes, because it's a little bit of a jump. <laughs> yeah, it's just like they seriously jam like those three episodes into like the one thing. It's like he kills the vampire that's in the church that the bites fucking um. Saris? Yeah, Saris Victoria. Wait, no, isn't that the? The, the police girl. Yeah, Whatever. yeah. The one that bites the police girl, it does that, and then it does the one with the fucking two um, vampires that are, like, fucking each other, like, they're, they're dating, mm-hmm. or whatever, and they're just fucking killing everybody, and, like, the police girl, like, snipes the one from, like, the rooftop. She, like, does... She basically no-scopes... No-scopes them from the rooftop from, like, a billion yards away. <laughs> yeah. Because, like, Alucard's, like... You're a vampire. And she's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> No-scope. And then it goes to, like, Father Anderson. There's a lot in that first episode. Yeah. Is it... Is it the whole series? Is it just a retelling? Or, like, are they adding more stuff to it? Because I haven't... It follows the manga. So... The original Hellsing, like, the first three episodes basically follow the manga, and then after that, it's, like, all fucking anime original, like, not canon fucking filler shit. Oh, okay, so it's gonna be, like, quite a bit different. (laughs) Yeah, so, like, this, in the Hellsing Ultimate, it ends up being, like, fucking Alucard and Walter versus fucking Nazis. Oh, okay. it's, yeah, I need to... Like, like the fucking Third Reich, like, comes back and, like, fucking, it's, like, insane. Um, and by all accounts, it's way fucking better than the TV series. Yeah. Which is cool for me because I really like the TV series. Even the fucking filler, like, Incognito, I thought he was cool. Yeah. <laughs> um, he didn't have a penis for some reason, but whatever. Yeah. I don't know, man. Yeah, people gotta quit gatekeeping the fucking genre and shit, and everything sucks, and yeah, the internet's fucking bullshit, so... Yeah, and Buddy needs to watch Yu Yu Hakusho. What a fucking idiot. I know. He's like, oh, I want to get into anime. And I've I've had the first fucking three seasons on DVD forever, and I just haven't watched it. I know know they're streaming, and I'm just like, I'm just the fucking worst. I I have the first season on Laserdisc, bro, with no subtitles oh god i'm sure that's a treat <laughs> i mean i don't need it because i know the fucking plot already but yeah it'd be a good way to learn the language if you kind of try to figure out what's going on since you know the story so well yeah <laughs> oh he said fucking <laughs> domo okay <laughs> yeah all right buddy we've been talking for an hour and 14 minutes i think it's time for the main event yeah it's the final week of Stallone month. Ah! 
That was pretty over the top of you. I mean, that was like the entire... That was like all the dialogue for like the last 30 minutes of the movie. Oh, don't say that. They were cutting the promos, trying to fill the time. They had to get the 90 minutes. So like, go stand in front of this truck and act like you're in the fucking WWF for a couple minutes. It's fine. No, their promos were like super down to earth. It would just like... It would like cut to one guy... And he's just like in the middle of a match, and they're both just like, ah, 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 just fucking like, and then he'll slam him down. He'll just scream at the audience and flex as hard as possible. They're covered in more baby oil than Hulk Hogan put on himself in his entire career. And then it cuts to their backstage promo, and they're just like, I have to win. <laughs> I I need this money. I I I am the best. I've I've never lost, and I'm gonna. I'm going to show everyone why I'm the best today. And then it just cuts back to them literally fucking tearing their shirt off, screaming. Um, like, the last half hour of this movie is like the most fucking manly shit I've ever seen in my entire <laughs> life. It doesn't get much manlier than the fucking end of Over the Top. Just men. Arm just wrestling. Sweaty, greasy Screaming men. and arm wrestling. Man, they like to get slapped in the face. Like, they were into that. Like, there was, like, three different parts where, like, somebody was, like, to psych themselves up. They had, like, their manager slap the shit out of them, like, three times before they'd start arm wrestling. And then the refs, like, they couldn't get the fucking guys to, like, actually grip. They're, like, <laughs> like trying to figure out how they're going to grip for the fucking arm wrestle. They, like, can't fucking figure it out. Like, brother. Over the professional- top. You're professional arm wrestlers. You don't know how to grab a grip? What is this shit? Yeah, it's the fucking national tournament. Fucking Stallone, the dude that looks like the big show, and then the dude that looks like fucking Hackshaw Jim Duggan, which Stallone loses to (laughs) the first time. (laughs) And and Terry Funk is there, too, though he's not competing in the uh, competition. Correct, yeah. Um, I saw him at, like, the very beginning of the movie, and I was like, wait a minute. Terry fucking Funk is in this movie? So, that was a pleasant surprise, but also a major disappointment that we didn't get, like, a full-blown Terry Funk versus Sylvester Stallone fight scene. I know, right? They could have got some some big names in there, but instead they went with a bunch of no-name guys. You could have got some WWF guys to be in this, but they probably weren't, like... Because Kayfabe was pretty strong at the time, they were like, I'm not fucking bowing down to Stallone's arm wrestling in this. But the guy that loses to him at the end was a legit world champion arm wrestler. Was he? I didn't. Yeah. Look, I didn't look into his background. The actor that played the guy. Right. Yeah. Yeah. The dude that looked like Big Show. Like I looked him up because I was like, "You're like this. This guy is huge." <laughs> I thought that it was the final, <laughs> the final solution from WCW. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> but um. But no, it was a legit arm wrestler. Hmm. Um, but Terry Funk was in there, and he did do the job to Stallone. But I, and not even an arm wrestling match. But he was being like kind of portrayed as like the the grandpa's like fucking heavy for like the entire movie. So I thought that like him and Stallone were gonna have like a fight, and it was gonna be like a good fight. <laughs> You're like, nah, nice try. <laughs> and it just like climaxed with like Stallone just shoving him through like a glass window. Yeah. I so. don't know, man. 
So yeah, but we don't get to the arm wrestling until... Well, I mean, there's a few things here and there, but literally the last half hour of the film just feels like you're actually watching a fucking arm wrestling competition. Like, with the promos, and like, there's no real story going on at the time, it's literally just the arm wrestling. <laughs> I don't know, man. If that's what watching an arm wrestling competition would be like in real life, that's like the fucking most awesome thing I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> I don't think that it would be that fucking hype. That shit was hype. Like, they had like the fucking badass, like, 80s arena rock fucking montage music playing and just sweaty dudes are just fucking screaming at each other and slapping each other and fucking this was another Stallone film because this came out a few years after Cobra he's still on his Bruce Springsteen kick there's a lot of the red blooded Americana rock throughout the entire film some Sammy Hagar going on some fucking other shit was Sammy Hagar on the soundtrack he wrote the fucking title song to it, I think. That's what it's Oh, really? Said. I didn't look up the soundtrack. This 80s rock, I, the first thing I put, because, like, right from the opening credits, Sylvester Stallone fucking loves 80s arena rock. Like, that is just his <laughs> favorite shit of all time. Journey, oh, you bet your fucking ass, like, Stallone's there front row every time. Goddamn. Bruce Springsteen, big, like, yeah, real shit. You know what I mean? Asia? Don't even fucking start. Stallone. Asia was in the soundtrack. <laughs> For this? I think it was. Oh my god, yeah. Stallone's favorite band of all time. You know what I mean? Like, So, what happened? Why aren't Sylvester Stallone movies like this anymore? This is my biggest problem with Escape Plan and Expendables. I want the fucking shitty 80s arena rock like i can't I, I can't name one song that was in escape plan because it was all over the, the soundtrack was garbage trash over the top soundtrack i was like hmm. <laughs> like all right man hmm, okay all right i see what we're doing here it was it's very similar to the rocky four soundtrack yeah i mean it had the training montages, as you would expect. The father-son bonding in this. Um, it was definitely a product of its time. Um, I didn't realize it was, like, a family film until I started watching it. Because, like, I had heard of Over the Top. You see the poster for this film. It looks like the hardest shit on the planet. Like, just him flexing in front of a bunch of crashing monster trucks and shit. And I was just like, oh my god. And then I, like watch the film i didn't realize it was pg family film i was like okay this is different but you know it's fine yeah well the damn uh that poster is basically just kind of personifying the last half hour of this movie yeah uh <laughs> the the first like hour is uh yeah a lot of like uh family bonding stallone's kid it, He's a piece of shit, dude. This kid He's is the worst. This brat. kid's the worst. He sucks. He was brought up in his rich fucking military household. He's, like, we see the fucking beginning of the film. He's at, like, the fucking mini kids Marine Corp graduation or whatever the fuck it was supposed to be. Yeah, he's in the military academy. Yeah. That's where he goes to school. Like, his fucking, like, principal's like a drill sergeant. Yeah. So, already setting him up to be a massive tool. Um... And yeah, I don't know. The kid was unbearable. Yeah, he was he was pretty bad. <laughs> like the entire time, 
as, um... He spoke wise beyond his years. Like, he was talking like a fucking, like, 30-year-old would talk. And I'm like, you're fucking 12. Like, shut up, dude. <laughs> what What did he say about, like, the fucking books? I can't remember. He said something about, like, oh, you... Actually, I think I wrote it down. I actually wrote something down. Y- yeah, refer to your notes, please, for fuck's sake. I know... I know that he accuses Stallone... Okay, he said there's more... Because I did write this down. There's more to life than just muscles. I don't see any books around. You don't read much, do ya? And the other thing I wrote down about the the kid was, like, telling Stallone he doesn't know much about nutrition when Stallone is jacked beyond belief in That's the film. That's what I said! He was like... <laughs> uh, he said that, like, they were gonna go to the best steakhouse, like, in town. And he's like... You're going to get cholesterol poisoning from eating like that, or whatever. And I was just like, cholesterol poisoning? Do you not have eyes? Do you not see the absolute fucking specimen that's just, like, (laughs) driving you around right now, kid? Because you don't look like you have a fucking 18-pack yourself, And I I can't think of a... I can think of few things worse than ordering a fucking tuna salad sandwich at whatever that fucking truck stop was they were at. Fucking kill me. When uh, Stallone challenges the uh, the one kid, like, yeah, <laughs> my boy ar- arm wrestle my you. A kid that's literally twice his fucking size. This kid's as tall as Stallone. He's like, yeah, let's <laughs> arm wrestle my fucking 12-year-old in front of the Super Mario Brothers arcade machine. <laughs> <laughs> and the kid has the line of the movie. My favorite line of the whole movie. Kid, if I can't beat you, I'd kill myself. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god, so good. Uh, Yeah, and I mean, Stallone's kid shows how much of a fucking punk bitch that he is. So two out of three three falls, the kid fucking loses, goes crying outside like a little bitch. He's like, you embarrassed me. You did that to make me feel sad. And like, oh, the fucking kid. I can't even deal with this kid. Yeah, for a kid that reads a lot of books, you sure don't fucking know how life works, brother. For a kid that went to the fucking military academy, he sure acts like a fucking... That's true. I didn't even consider that. He goes to like the fucking strict, like hard-nosed military academy and like comes out like a total fucking sissy that can't fucking lose or take any sort of criticism at all without fucking crying. Yeah. What's up? Nothing. I was waiting for oh. you to fucking take the helm on this one. Oh, I don't know. I don't know where else to go from here. So yeah. So over the top. Was it as over the top as you imagined? The ending was. <laughs> The ending was very over the top, and there were a couple scenes sprinkled throughout that were very, very over the top. I couldn't believe it. Well, I guess I could, because the poster, when Stallone fucking drives his truck through the rich guy's fucking gate. Why the fuck would you do that? Like, there's no... There's no reason. I was going to say no logical reason, but there's just no even stupid reason to do that i was like when he started backing up i was like oh he's gonna do it like I <laughs> well, knew yeah, he was you gonna know he's do gonna do it yeah but then as he's doing it i'm like why is he doing this and he didn't even stop with just the gate like he ran over like the garden gnomes and like yeah, drove through the fountain yeah straight through the house he goes in the living room 
the fucking foyer or whatever the fuck right through the front door and i'm like this kid isn't worth this i wouldn't be doing it's, this. it's not even like here's the thing okay stallone if you had half a fucking brain which in this movie you proven that your son was correct and that you don't you have custody you have full fucking custody of the kid and the lawyers throughout this whole movie are like sir to the grandfather sir we can't get you custody like the only way we could get you custody is if we could prove that stallone can't provide for the kid which we can't prove that so like you're not going to be able to get custody you're fucked Right? Stallone's going to get this kid. Okay, cool. What does Stallone do? He <laughs> drives through the fucking man's house and goes to fucking prison. I was going to say, the there's a, if there's any way to lose your custody of the kid, that's the way to do it. By acting like a fucking idiot. Maniac, yeah. Yeah, like, what the fuck was the point of that? Like, he came in, he was like, I want to see my boy. And they're like... And the the guards were like, oh, you better turn around, buddy. You're not welcome here. Okay, Mr. Stallone, this is what you do. You say, listen, buddy, that's my child. I have legal custody of my child, as given to me by my fucking dead, my wife. dead wife. Okay. <laughs> If you don't have my child out here with a fucking backpack ready to go in 10 minutes, I'm going to have every fucking police officer in this fucking state up your fucking ass and you will fucking go to jail. So what's it going to be? And then if they don't cooperate, like, okay, officer, this man is withholding my son from me. I have legal custody. Please tell him to to give him back. No, what does he do? He says, I'm in an action movie. I'm going to drive <laughs> through the gate and drive through the front of this man's house and go to fucking jail. Yeah. It didn't have to be like that. Yeah, I agree. But, you know, they had to have something to spice up that middle portion, man. After you do the funeral and then there's the, the father-son banter and the kids takes it. Is that even legal? Are kids allowed to just grab a taxi and just go? That kid does a lot of illegal things in this movie. Yeah, he fucking drives the fucking truck. Clearly a child just driving the truck. He drives the truck to the... Like, I mean, he runs out in the middle of the freeway at the beginning of the movie. What a fucking idiot. Yeah. There's a guy in in the arm wrestling competition that literally drinks Valvoline. Did you notice that? I I might have tuned out at that point. But that's the best part of the movie. There was like a man that like literally says fucking gas me up and he gets like a funnel out and pours like a can of Valvoline into his mouth. Jesus Christ. Um, did you watch this on your VHS? Yeah. 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 The only way to do it. Yeah. I watched, uh, someone just uploaded the film to YouTube, so I don't know. If the full film was actually there, I'm assuming oh, it was. Oh, you might have got the edited version. They were like, we can't have this Valvoline product placement. Which, by the way, best fucking product placement in movie history is the a val- man just drinking, drinking fucking oil. That's probably bad <laughs> PR, actually. <laughs> Very bad. There's, if I didn't watch the, the credits, but it probably said, do not drink Valvoline. <laughs> I didn't watch the credits either, but I let them play through. 
Yeah. I was listening to the music, and I just wanted my VCR to auto-rewind itself. I didn't want to sit up. Yeah. Yeah. Luxury. Um, I don't know um, what else to really say. Uh, horribly written child. Um, I don't know. Wow, you're a man of many words today, buddy. This is a horribly written movie. Like, if if the idea written, was written for this Stallone. movie to be... If there was a, if the idea was for anyone to take this movie in any way seriously whatsoever, you did a, you did a bad job. You wrote a bad movie here. Well, you didn't write a bad movie, in my opinion. I think that the movie is good. I don't know. Not I, in, it could have been a lot better than it was. I don't know if it could have. I think the only thing that could have been added to this movie is a full-scale fight scene between Terry Funk and Sylvester Stallone. Just don't... Just don't flaunt these things in front of me if you're not going to deliver them. That's all I'm... That's all I'm asking. It's, it is quite the tease. <laughs> I will say. Like, I'm like, you got fucking Terry Funk, and, like, he even gets in front of him. Like, at the end of the movie, when Terry Funk's like... You're, uh... He, he's like, oh, Grandpa's not done talking to you yet. And Stallone's like, well, I'm done. And Terry Funk's still just standing there. I'm like, oh, shit, here it is, dude. It's going to happen. Sylvester Stallone versus fucking Terry Funk. We've had Sylvester Stallone versus Stone Cold Steve Austin, Sylvester Stallone versus Hulk Hogan, and now Sylvester Stallone versus Terry fucking Funk. Chainsaw Charlie. Goddamn. Like, here we go. Stolen just pushes them through the fucking glass door. Yeah, and that's all you And get. then just walks over him and leaves. Yeah. This what was a, the fuck? This is another film that falls into the illustrious Stallone camp of him being very unhappy with the finished product, of course. Um, when I was doing my research, it said that, like... Um, I can pull it up here. He was unhappy with the final film... He said that if he directed the film, he would have changed the setting to an urban environment, used score music instead of rock songs. So apparently he was weaning out of his Bruce Springsteen. Nice thing. fucking try, Stallone. Nice. This is fucking 2020 Stallone saying that now that he uses score for all of his fucking movies. And by the way, Stallone, they suffer for it, you motherfucker. Yeah. And I guess he didn't even really want to be in the film and I guess they kept offering him more and more money, and then he thought, what the hell, no one will see it anyway. It was one of his quotes. What an... This, <laughs> this guy, this, man. This sounds like cop-out. It's like, every time this guy's in a bad movie, he just blames everyone but himself, okay? And, and let me tell you something. It has nothing to do with this movie even being bad. This is, like, probably, in my opinion, the best movie we've watched this month. It was my favorite out of all the movies we've watched this month. Really? Okay. The, I mean, the competition wasn't very stiff, but was... yeah, I think that over the, I, I think that I gave Over the Top and Escape Plan the same score, but I think that Over the Top was a lot more entertaining than Escape Plan was. Hmm. I don't know. They were about the same in entertainment value. There's no way for me at least because I I don't know. I didn't think. Th the beginning parts were that great. I don't know until it gets to the end. Um, I don't know. I but, thought that even though the kid was annoying, he was like annoying in a good way where it was like annoying in that he entertained me with how annoying, like just how like I'm like, 
look at this fucking kid. He's, he fucking sucks. He's a piece of shit. You know, and then, like, him and Stallone, they had, like, the driving montage where Stallone's doing, like, the fucking, the the arm wrestling fucking pool thing, and they're, they're driving and talking. It's playing montage music and shit. I'm the like, kid yeah, does this, it a couple times, yeah. I'm like, yeah, this is awesome. This fucking, this is what I like. This movie has montages, it's got fucking over-the-top shit, and it's got sweaty men screaming at each other, <laughs> and Terry Funk. And that's all you're looking for in a film. I thought this was was really entertaining. I would revisit this for sure. I, I like even though I my usual rule is two and a half means I liked it, but I would never watch it again. I still gave Escape Plan a three, but I don't think I would ever watch it again. Yeah, I understand. This I would watch again. I would watch this again for sure. I don't. I don't. Probably the only one I would watch again from this month is an unrated version of Cobra. And, it and it, it'll probably never come out, but that's fine. Um, and we have to rewatch Stopper. My mom will shoot for next year, so <laughs> oh, <good laughs> that'll God. be a treat. Huh? Yeah. So Stallone, I feel like you don't need to apologize for this one. And here's the thing: like we both said that the writing in this isn't very good. Who wrote the film? Sylvester Stallone. There you go. <laughs> and it and listen. I'm sick of this fucking dude, okay, coming in and hating on all these movies that he's been in, like they're fucking, like they were, they were bad in spite of him, okay? <laughs> Let me tell you something, buddy. Your buddy over there, Arnold Schwarzenegger, he's been in a lot of bad movies, and his performance alone, his presence on camera saves like 99% <laughs> of those fucking movies like most Arnold Schwarzenegger movies are only watchable because Arnold Schwarzenegger is in that shit and that's a fact like kindergarten cop without Arnold Schwarzenegger What's who the, the fuck would watch that <laughs> nobody would watch that shit holy fuck that would be ass cheeks uh, like um goddamn Junior without Arnold Schwarzenegger? That would never happen. Like, you, a, a movie about a man being pregnant and, and it's Christian Bale? No thanks. <laughs> I'm good. I'll I'll sit this one out. Oh, Arnold Schwarzenegger, you say? Well, then. <laughs> <laughs> now that's intriguing. She was daddy's little girl. Yeah. Okay, like, certain actors could pull this shit off. And I think Stallone pulls this off. Like, he's in this movie... I think that the movie's good. I think that it's rewatchable. It's fun. It's entertaining. Okay? But, like, some of these other movies that are just so bad, Stallone, you don't do anything for them. Okay? Like, even in this movie, I wrote Stallone, Actor of the Century. I think every fucking movie we've had so far, I've made a comment about Stallone's dog shit acting. <laughs> He's a terrible actor. He is awful. He, like, plays every role with, like, the fucking, like, emotion of, like, a fucking rock. And, like, except for Rocky. The first two Rocky movies, Sylvester Stallone, as an actor, is, like, god tier. It's, like, one of the all-time great performances. Okay? And then somewhere along the line, because he's not even good in Rambo. 
Like, he's got the one fucking... He's got the speech at the end, the good he's speech. He's got the one speech, you can't even understand half the fucking words that he said. <laughs> but... But you can see that he's emotional, and he's really showing the emotion, and you're like, oh man, yeah. Yeah, this is it. You know, he's, he's fucking killing it right here. But then other than that... Fuck, he's just Sylvester Stallone, just fucking not talking much. You know what I mean? Cobra... Dog shit acting in that. Fucking over the top dog shit acting in that. By the time it even gets to Rocky 3, 4, and 5, dog shit acting in that. (laughs) Okay, you know when he gets good again? Rocky Balboa. That's That's probably like the only fucking movie after Rocky uh, 2 that Stallone fucking actually puts in another good acting performance. Rocky Balboa, Creed, and I have yet to see Creed 2. Yeah. But those two, Stallone goes back to playing the traditional Rocky, the only character he ever played well in his entire fucking life. To my knowledge, if anyone's got a fucking Stallone movie out there where he's like... Acting up a storm. (laughs) Like fucking great, then then let me know. But uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger's a better actor than you, and that's why he was more successful. I, I, I can agree with that. I can get on board. But... Like, listen. Do you think Commando, okay, like, which is like God tier. Like, that's a fucking top tier fucking Arnold Schwarzenegger movie. Like, I, I would in no way, shape, or form call that movie bad. Like, that movie's just fucking No, awesome. it's one of the greatest action films of all time. Okay. Yeah. Do you think that, that movie would be even half as good with Sylvester Stallone as John Matrix. No, it would just sort of fit in with the rest of Stallone's movies at the time, probably. It would be like Cobra. Yeah. <laughs> the thing with Arnold movies is he's been in a lot less than Stallone. So, like, even, like, Arnold's lesser tier stuff, it still feels like more of a big deal than Stallone who's pumping out two, three movies a year, like, even back then. But we're talking about, like, movies of Stallone that are, like, I don't know, that, like, are pretty, that are pretty known. Like, Over the Top is, like, pretty fucking known. And I'm not even hating on Over the Top, because I said that I like the movie, but Stallone is. So I'm, in this case, I'm defending it. I'm defending the actual film from the man in it that, like, really only gave to it by, like, just kind of being in it and the movie was entertaining enough to get by. Like, what does Stallone do in, in, in Rocky for? Hangs out with a robot and... I don't know. Cries because his friend died. <laughs> I don't even think he does a good crying performance in that. Like, he mostly just, like, screams at one point and then, like, gets in his car and drives to fucking badass 80s music. Yeah. And I love Rocky IV. That's probably, like, number three for me. Yeah. It shits on Rocky fucking three. I'm sorry. I think Rocky three is overrated. And you're a Mr. T guy. I like Mr. T. I think he's the worst Rocky villain. Like, I I think Tommy Gunn's a better Rocky villain than fucking Mr. <laughs> T is. Yeah. Maybe not. I don't know. That's a tough one. That's a tough one to call. The worst Rocky villain is the 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 guy in Rocky Balboa. Which I haven't seen. 
You've never seen Rocky Balboa? No. Oh, fuck. Well, to be... To explain it to you, the, the villain in Rocky Balboa is, like, the most realistic fucking boxer. Because I think he was an actual boxer, like the actor that played him. But he just, like... All of his mannerisms are just like what a real fucking boxer would do. The most interesting thing that he does in the whole movie is get into like a fucking confrontation with Mike Tyson on his way to the ring. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so Mr. T is definitely better than that because uh, it's over the top and it's ridiculous. And... Hey, woman! Hey, woman! Let me show you what a real man like. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. Over the top. Stallone month is over. Um, what'd you think of Stallone month, buddy? Um, I feel like the quality of films we watched was slightly better than Arnold month, but I enjoyed Arnold month more just because I like Arnold more. <laughs> you think so? I think, I think quality wise, maybe. Maybe escape plan? Uh, what do you mean by quality? Um, like, I would say... Because, like, in Arnold Month, I mean, like, I'd probably never fucking watch Collateral Damage again. And, I mean, it was a well-made film, but it was very, like, forgettable. Um, but, oh, like... Yeah, I kind of forgot that we watched that. Yeah. I'm mostly thinking of End of Days, Junior, and, um... What else? Oh, and Hercules in New York. Hercules in New York. Um, I don't know. I've just felt like there was more of a charm to Arnold Month, I guess. Because, like you said, even when the movies are bad, he's still in it. But, like, with Stallone, like, if the movie's just average and he's just gonna be average as well, it's just like... I don't know. Yeah, well... But I feel like the quality... Because, like, Junior, not a good film, like, at all. Like, you can't defend the script, you can't defend any of that kind of shit. But, like, with a Stallone movie, I mean, like, yeah, like, Cobra's cliche or whatever, but it's, like, still, like, a better-made film than something like Junior, you know? I don't know, man. The acting in Junior? Come on, that was on another level. Oh, come on. <laughs> what do you mean? That was... Are you Roger Ebert? <laughs> Roger Ebert knows a lot more about this shit than we do, and he said that that was fucking, like, other actors. Was he talking about Stallone when he was saying other actors would be jealous of some of the shit? He that... said dramatic actors. He's talking about your Brandos of the world and fucking... Oh, yeah, Marlon Brando. Your and DiCaprios fucking... and... <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Robert De Niro could learn a thing or two from fucking uh, Schwarzenegger's performance in Junior. Yeah. If only Roger huh. Ebert was alive to ask him about it. Alright. Let's, so, let's fucking... next week on the show, you said you had some ideas. Yeah, well, I'm not going to talk about it right now. So we're going to leave him on a cliffhanger. Yeah. Keep string him along. Yeah, you got to tune in next week to see what's going on. Alright, man. So, with that, if you guys are still listening along with us, make sure you're subscribing on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you're listening to the show. Um, leave us a rating, review, subscribe. 
everything. Still on the quest for a thousand YouTube subscribers. Um, and yeah, I don't know what else to say. I feel like this episode was longer than normal, but you also took a 20-minute shit break that we're cutting out, so this could just be the length of a regular episode, I'm not sure. Um, but yeah, I don't know what else to say other than peace the fuck out. And I'll catch your ass down the road.